What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is up, guys? Welcome back to a holiday, a holly jolly, a Christmas episode of the 5Q5K. We're here with Les Sander, the podcast Santa himself, because it's a holiday episode. There we go. How are you doing, Les? I'm feeling good, man. Good to be out here. Good to see you. There you go, man. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's good to good to be back together, good to sit down, and good to be going on a run later on, right? That's right. Yeah, I mean, hanging out around Baylor right now. I don't know about you, but this is the first time I've been back on campus since graduation, and uh, just being back feels uh it's like you know so many memories coming back right now yeah dude i went on the i went on the like grad school couple couple year victory lap so i feel like i'm like not super far removed but i'm like this is my second time back so i'm like i only come back i guess on pod podcast uh quests right yeah yeah (laughs) podcast duty requires a trip to baylor at least when in waco it sounds like gotta do it um well yeah so kind of give the listeners kind of let them get a little bit in touch with the last kind of tell them like your background, your background athletics kind of give everybody a little look into into less. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up in a, a small town in Illinois. There's, I like to say there's more cows than people in my hometown. <laughs> so it, not a ton to do around there. What I love to do, though, is I always got into running. Okay. Like that was a very uh, natural, easy love that just came to me. Found some great friend friend group as well that we would just run out on country roads uh, throughout, it was really beginning of high school. And then those four years, just a lot of time spent on either country roads or around a track. I was definitely more of a track guy at the time, more of the shorter distances. Uh, but I, I tried my hand at basketball, baseball. I, I found out pretty quick though. I was uh, not coordinated enough for those sports and definitely like the, just running in a straight line. That was more of my speed. That's fair, man. Well, so what age did the running, like, did running start for you? Was that just like as soon as you could walk, you were like, I want to go fast or like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, R- Ricky Bobby. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go fast. <laughs> it wasn't quite that way, actually. I, uh, you know, I it was more just like running around the playground, I guess. You know, at recess, I'd have a fun time with that. But I didn't get into anything organized until uh, I think it was seventh grade. Okay. And, and the story behind that was uh, across the street from me. One of the only neighbors that I had happened to be the cross country coach. The non cow neighbors. Yeah, yeah, the non cow neighbors. Okay. Of course, can't can't be disrespecting my buddies. Uh, <laughs> I, I call cows buddies, by the way, as, as well as uh, dogs. So okay, there it's, you go. that's a quirk. But and, anyway, outside of my buddies, uh, so his name, Doctor Brim. Uh, basically, I I grew up. Every rite of passage in the Midwest is playing soccer, of course. Okay. So I'd be you know kicking a soccer ball either against the house or try to kick into a goal, but I was terrible. Like this thing went everywhere. It shouldn't go, you know, not never in the goal pretty much. And one day, you know, it ends up in his yard, a uh, little back cove that we had of water. He helps me fish it out. And he's like, Oh, by the way, uh, if you want to, it looks like you like to run. So you should come out and join the cross country team. Okay. And so I just right place at the right time kind of thing. Cause I don't think I would have tried running like in that kind of organized way, unless I I'd been invited like that. Okay. That's, that's totally fair. That's kind of, I guess kind of similar for me. Like I, I had a couple friends that like invited me, but in my head I was like, these guys are like too elite for me. Like I don't, I don't want to go like make a fool of myself, you know? But if you have like somebody that, that kind of speaks into you like, Hey, like 
I want you to be here and like I think you could do do well at this. That that kind of helps, right? Is that kind of oh experience? definitely yeah. It's uh because especially for me, like at a young age, I I was a little bit timid because most of the people on the team were older. Like this is a you know small school, so we would run you know junior high would be together sixth, seventh, eighth graders, and then we would look up at the high schoolers, and it's like those were the the like big leagues. So oh, I'd yeah. see these big <laughs> leaguers from afar, and that that invite was like, oh okay, yeah, I'll I'll go see how this is. Uh, it was something I picked up pretty quick and naturally. So then I you know then you start setting your goals and sights on times and different guys you want to run with and and it kind of takes on a life of its own but without that invitation to your point it's like well then we'll start to get a little you know self-aware in the wrong way yeah i I guess i'll put it that's fair well so what was that what was the like initial goal i guess like when you when you first started like was it was it speed was it a certain distance like what was your what was the initial like ah this is what i'm shooting for yeah initial goal was i wanted to make the the state team Okay. Because our junior high team had a history of going to the state meet. We we had put out some really good teams in the past. So pretty much that meant I had to be part of the top seven group of boys. Okay. If you're in the top seven, you run at sectional meet, state meet. Like that's our our varsity level basically. Okay. So pretty quickly early on, it was like, hey, what time do I need to run to get there? Okay. And I loved how it was a team sport in the sense of you take, you know, the, the placement that you are in the race, you add those up for your team score. But individually, if I don't perform to the best I can, I'm hurting the team. So it felt like okay. it was that that great level for me of team oriented, but also individualistic oriented where like I, I can easily see how I'm improving and that will help the greater, you know, greater good in that sense for the team. That's, that's cool because it, it kind of, it keeps you motivated that it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to let anybody else down. I don't want to be like the weak link on the team. Is that kind of? Oh, certainly. I guess it keeps everybody motivated kind of on themselves as well as the team, which Mm -hmm. that's cool, man. So kind of, kind of walk me through past high school running. Where where did it go after that? Yeah. So past high school running, I I first went to a college in uh, Northwest Illinois. It's called Augustana college for all the the D3 aficionados out there. There we go. Uh, So I ran on the team for a cross country season and track season. And the following year I ran a cross country season before then, I, I transferred over, came to Texas, and from that point on, uh, you know, it took a little venture into community college before hopping over to Baylor. And it's when I went to Baylor that's where I met some of the the guys around Waco. the The team name at the time was the the Gunslingers Track Club. Okay, I, I believe. Or no, first it was the Waco Distance Project. Then it was the Gunslingers Track Club, uh, and now it's transformed more into. I, I think it's just called the Waco Run Club. I, okay. I think we've the, the Gunslingers has been taken, uh, or at least just uh, just moved on from. Okay, I think. But that was there was a point of time in between all of this, like you said. I mean, team sports. It was it was again that perfect blend for me of individualistic and team. And then when I lost out on that team aspect. I was running for myself, but it wasn't as fun. I didn't have anything to train for anymore, it felt like. Okay. So I, I kind of had to reinvent my love for it for a period of time. And that's, you know, that period of time in between finding the guys in Waco, I actually wasn't running much at all. And then it's when I found that group of guys here. It was at one point, maybe 10 to 15 of us would go out for a sun, uh, Sunday long run out some country road that was around here. Maybe during the week, we'd run a little bit too. And that was like, 
it, it reignited my love for it for sure. Okay. It's it's when when I went more long distance approach to long distance in my mind was you know I was training for half marathons instead of you know five k or even I mean high school college a, a lot of four hundreds eight hundreds like that was my my bread and butter was just you know doing some left turns around the track yeah <laughs> uh, but then post co- or college and then post collegiate it's like half marathon is what I set my sights on for quite a few years okay I think I remember. It was one year, like maybe 2019 or 2020 that I saw y'all. And it was probably like that whole crew. Y'all were doing like, was it like a relay half marathon? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, that was, uh, it was 2020 because I remember we were running the back roads of some. Uh, oh, for, for COVID reasons. Yeah, it was right? for COVID reasons. Yeah, the yeah. whole race, the idea was to just keep people spaced apart. And yeah, yeah it was uh, it, it was a relay of some kind. I forget the exact distance on it. I remember y'all were flying, dude. Like, like I remember I saw y'all, like, it was like a whole crew of y'all. And I think maybe y'all were, like, pacing one guy or, like, y'all were doing something like that. But, like, y'all were all, like, it was like a whole little crew that was all just pushing him all the way to the finish, which I thought was pretty awesome. Like, it kind of, like, like you said, it, it reinvigorates that team aspect. And even if, like, hey, maybe this one guy's going for a goal, it's like, hey, we can all help him and kind of gather around him. I thought that was, I thought that was sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was a particularly fun race because there was someone next to us on a bike the whole time. Oh. So one of our friend group guys maybe got hurt beforehand. I forget uh-huh. the story on it, but he was biking next to us. And so he was always like constantly in our ear when we get to a, you know, a tough hill or something. <laughs> He's like, come on, keep pushing, uh, you know, quicker cadence or, you know, give some kind of tip. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that, that was, uh, that was one of the more fun days of running for sure. There you go. There you go. Well, you said you went through that little, I don't want to say hiatus, but you kind of mm-hmm. went through like almost hiatus of enjoyment. Is that the, is that the correct kind of, kind of term? Like when, when you were going more on your own and before you like between your people groups, when you were like, man, I'm really just running for me. Was that, what was that like, I guess, mentally or like, how did that affect you kind of being a lone wolf for, for a chapter there? Yeah. Hiatus of joy is a good way of putting it. And it, I even ch- just took a hiatus of running in, in general. It was probably a four-month period in in late 2018 okay. where I, I, at the same time, worked in fast food. So I was on a very wonky schedule where usually I was I was probably working like 8 to close. Wow. So, yeah, so I'd be getting home at 3 a.m. I'd yeah. sleep till noon. And then Ooh. my day was like that 12 to 8 window. It's just an odd time. Yeah. I've always been someone who likes to work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. So that was just something I I decided I'd, you know, take what you can in that season of life. And I just stopped running it completely. Okay, It's when I left fast food where then it's like, okay, let's take stock of life and where I'm at. And then, you know, get back into it slowly. I guess, you know, I, I can't think of the exact time period right now, but things just lined up right where I was in somewhat decent shape. And then I met these guys. Uh, so it, Jordan and Jarrett, a uh, couple in particular where I met them. And from then on, it was like, I at least saw them once a week. We'd go on sometimes, you know, running almost every day together. And that was definitely, uh, I, I mean, a couple of the guys I'm closest with here in Waco. So it makes for coming back, uh, fun as well. Whenever we get the whole group back together and either, you know, making runs out on the country roads or wherever we're going at. It goes like an iron sharpens iron kind of thing, right? When you got back into, was that kind of, kind of the experience? Certainly. Yeah, because then I'm seeing these guys, they have goals for it. And then at the same time, it makes you feel like you're not alone. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a cool thing. This is why I enjoy it. And 
it brought out that that familiar feeling again. There you go. That's I, I remember. I remember one time when we were in because we were we did the same major in undergrad, and I remember there was one point that I think we were out like playing football, like playing catch or something, and you told me like it was maybe right when I'd kind of started running. And you told me like, ah, like, I think I'm taking a little break. And I think it was like you you wanted to like take a foray maybe into like boxing or like MMA or something like. And I remember like I always thought that was sick because in my head I was like, man, like I asked you, I was like, I saw you as like, wow, like this guy's like speedy, like super speedy, like Superman running. Like, why are you going to do something else? And you were like, well, I, I'm not really finding enjoyment anymore. So I want to find like something that I can find enjoyment in. So like, was that how did that little foray go? Yeah, I'm thinking about the time period here in my head. Yeah. And there was, uh, so this is another couple years down the line, I guess. I've been running with Jordan and Jarrett for a period of time, uh, a few other crew, like I, I mentioned. And I maybe it's just something I go through roller coaster swings where I, I get too attached to a goal. That Mainly in life, whenever I find myself lacking joy in something, it's probably because I'm taking it too seriously. Okay. So that was probably a moment where maybe I missed out on a race. Like I, I took it a little too seriously, missed out on the goal. And then just, you know, one of those moments where I'm thinking, okay, let's scrap it. Okay. And I, I remember I tried, uh, I tried a bulk. I tried uh, boxing for like one or two sessions. And I thought, man, I don't want to get like CTE. I don't want to get bopped <laughs> in the head too many times. So yeah. let's scratch that. <laughs> I, I tried sprinting again, like training for the 400. Okay. Uh, and then finally I was like, you know what? Well, I really like it. Community is what this is all centered around. Yeah. And yeah. let's get refocused in on that. Once I did that, it was like, well, yeah, my friends are here and they're going to go for a run on Saturday. I'm going to join them. And then so we're going to, well. <laughs> yeah, we're going to probably get a breakfast burrito after. It's going to be great. There you go. There you go. Well, I, I thought that was cool though. Cause it, it's, it's kind of like, you're not just a master of one. It's like you're kind of you're kind of dipping your toes into like a, a bunch of different kind of ways to find joy through exercise. Like maybe maybe running, like maybe you're listening to this and running isn't like you do not find joy in like long distance running, but maybe you find joy in like like you said going for a couple couple sprints around the track or like maybe just being outside walking the dog mm -hmm. like something like that. Maybe maybe you you do like the MMA boxing. It's Kind of what I'm recurring, like the recurring theme I'm hearing from you is like find the joy in it and then find a community as well and just find joy with that community, right? Definitely. There you go. Well, I want to pivot on to, you mentioned getting post-run burritos with the boys. Give me, power rank your post-run snacks. Give me like your Mount Rushmore, <laughs> like top four. You just, you just went on a long run on the country road. You had the guy on the bike barking at you, oh, telling yeah. you to improve the cadence. So then you're super hungry once you get back. Power rank, like give me four top snacks for post run. Also, I love Mount Rushmore. Okay, that's great. I, I love how you. I love how you <laughs> asked that. Uh, well, I mean, breakfast burrito is what I said. So yeah, that's up there for sure. That, okay. That's like the George Washington on there. There we go. Uh, so breakfast burrito <laughs> and a, a tall glass of horchata. Okay, I gotta combine them. Okay. And then if you're in Waco, by the way, the place is El Crucero. It's a small little shack that looks like it's going to fall down off the Robinson Circle. So you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you others, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. Ah, man, the others. Uh, a An apple fritter or donut of any kind. I, I usually go three. 
after okay. a longer run. So like, I'm not afraid to order order multiple of these guys. There you go. Uh, You're just not afraid to run it up, man. You yeah, might as well. <laughs> Sugar Rush is great. Uh, I'll throw. It's Christmas season. I'll throw some Christmas cookies on there. Got to, got to. You know, my mom does not like to make gingerbread cookies, but I am a fan. That's the Christmas cookie in yeah. my mind. So I'll throw gingerbread cookies and and then like a little tub of icing. And uh, I'll go, I'll just go like a, a nice bottle of kombucha. Okay. Is the fourth one. I The Synergy Lemon Berry kind of kombucha. Ah. Like it, not not a, a sponsorship here, but I mean, Synergy, <laughs> if you hit up Josh, I don't know, maybe he likes it. But Hey, we'll figure it out. You know, but yeah, no, that stuff's good. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm with it. So I'm hearing more of a more of a sweet theme for yours, except for the burrito. Yeah, the, I'm, de- I'm definitely more of a sweet, a sweet tooth guy. Yeah, sweet tooth, especially after a run like that. That's fair. But I, what about you? I don't know, man. I think holiday time, Christmas cookies hit different. Like my oh, mom yeah. makes these like little like kind of sugar cookies that are iced. Those are fire. Um, those are like she also makes like oatmeal cookies too. That I love oatmeal cookies. I can put mm. those back for days, dude. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I kind of like salty stuff though. Like like I'll do like pretzels after like. But I mean, that's just like a very easy like kind of. You've got it in your backpack. You've got it wherever. Sure. I'm trying to think like. When I'm like really hungry after a run, I think like breakfast burrito, something like that too, would, would just handle it. That or I don't know, a big smoothie. A big smoothie, just okay. A big smoothie, like like for the people down in like I guess it's in Austin and Dallas. This is also not an ad, but I can love a Juiceland smoothie. Juice and I did this race in Dallas that they give these discounts for like half price off okay. smoothies. Still running through them. I got a bunch of those coupons, dude. So it's like after a long run, if I'm in Dallas. Ooh, or Austin, like I'm, I'm going to juice like oh, nice. half off. That's okay. a deal, bro. Oh my gosh, that's probably my Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Top, top would probably be. I'll, I'll go the cookies, Christmas cookies. I think, especially right now, because I've got it like that taste is like in my mouth and like oh, yeah. in my mind. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's no snow on the ground here, but there are Christmas cookies in our hearts, and, and that's, be, that's what the right? Christmas season's all about. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get our snow in like ice form in like February and not be able to leave for a week. That'll be that'll be when yeah. we get our snow, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, so kinda kinda take me so like you mentioned like when you started when you started running, you kind of like tied your self worth to like how running was going and you kinda like looked more like, Okay, I need to hit these goals and I need to hit mm-hmm. these numbers and if I don't then bad, bad times, bad things are happening. Why do you think that was the way that you looked at it? Like, was it was that running from the jump for you, or was that kind of like something that you developed, like maybe in high school or college, or like what? What do you think? Where did that come from? Even further back, I'd say this is just something that my brain is more wired to look at goals and achievements and tie that back to myself. Okay. Like, I mean, I'm thinking even back to you know earliest memories. It was always you know I'm chasing after something. And I'm going to put a lot of internal pressure in order to get that goal. Okay, I, it's something I've applied towards running, and I remember there was one aha moment where it was, it was, I guess, the first moment I became self-aware of like, oh, I'm putting like all of my eggs in on this basket of like I have to perform at this. And it, it was a high school race. It was in the track season, late in the year, and also late in high school. So like, this is where you know I want to you know earn some kind of medal. Uh, you know, looking at okay, I'm kind of the top dog on in this scene, so I want to, you know, perform to that. Okay. And 
there there was one race I just you know I ran okay, but it wasn't a personal best. It wasn't like it didn't win the meet, and I was really torn up about it, and it felt crappy. You know, yeah. it's like the whole week I'm kind of nervous for this race. You know, it's Friday night, we're under the lights, and then you don't perform well. And it, it was such a crappy feeling looking back on it. So, it, you know, it, it took a few more years to realize that and, you know, I guess take stock of it and get better at navigating through that. A lot of help actually came from my first college coach uh, at Augustana. His name, we, we called him Oles. Oles, Like, okay. we call him Coach Oles, and he'd be like, well, hey, athlete so-and-so. <laughs> so it was only Oles. And was Oles. Was Oles short for something? It, Olson. Olson. Okay, so Oles. Okay. Yeah, he was a one-syllable kind of guy. There you go. Shout out shout out Oles, not Coach Oles. That's right. Shout out to Oles. <laughs> he had this saying that I still like to, to share with people, and it's journey is the goal. Okay. So it's putting less emphasis on the end prize moment and more emphasis on enjoying the journey of getting there. And when he, you know, sharing this, he shared it so often that it really just stuck with me, especially for what I was struggling with at that time was really, you know, I, I could call it an ego problem, could call it uh, putting too much pressure on self, whatever, you know, a concoction of these kind of negative feelings. And that, you know, this positive phrase is just what I, I try to, you know, embody and show. And uh, especially with, you know, finding great groups of people to run with now, it's like, yeah, we're training for something and not that we shouldn't develop goals, but we should have fun getting there. And then on that day, you're either going to perform or you might not. And regardless, like, hey, this is a, a fun thing. You know, like this is cool. We get to do this. It's fun. That I even have the ability like to move my body and to be healthy and to share with friends or, you know, to, to run by the cow buddies. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's cool. And that's I'd rather focus on that than to just be in this lone wolf, like, gotta prove my worth mentality. And ultimately, all of that, too, is just then focused on, well, I'm, I'm loved by God, and so what? I, I can't love myself for competing in this way? Like, my self-worth should come from him. It shouldn't be from, you know, Friday night's performance under the lights. Yeah, no, that's, I totally agree, man. I, I think that's tough to, it's tough to see in running. Like, because, I mean, for me, like, I see you, I'm like, man, super positive dude like always always got a smile on your face always like rooting people on and like just bringing positivity so for me like it kind of makes me think through like running you it's almost such a cerebral sport in a way that like you might not even know that somebody like like i see you super positive mm -hmm. and I, i've got no idea that you're sitting here like man i gotta grind out and i gotta show this off and if i don't hit this certain time like it's going to be a bad day. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I can't see you as that. So it's like, it's almost like running manifests itself so much in the mind. I feel like, and if you can let your mind off the hook, you know, that, that, that's something that I think I, I kind of had to learn the hard way when I was up at Boston. Cause like when I was up there, I was like, man, like I want to, I want to do so well. And I want it to be like this, this pinnacle of, of life for me, mm -hmm. like kind of thing, which at the end of the day, that's not what it's meant to be. Like, I mean, the, the journey to get there was, what was the the more enjoyable like i mean not, i'm not saying being a boston wasn't enjoyable but you know what i mean like the destination then kicks off the next journey kind of is kind of how i see it like the you're not hunting for that destination you're starting with the journey and then after that does you arrive you're on to the next journey you know mm -hmm. like so do you, do you kind of see it that way is it 
Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Boston, in your case, that's one day. Yeah. And it could have been the most magical, best day of your life, but it's just one moment in time. And if that next training cycle starts and you look, you know, if it's only Boston, like 365 days away or whatever race, like 100 days away, if you're going to totally hate that time period up until that day, your training's going to suffer for it. Your personality's going to suffer for it. I, you're just not going to probably not going to be a fun person to hang around with because like that's we're just building up for this one moment that's it's time it's going to pass like anything else too yeah i guess that's when the the bleed over like i was saying like oh it's it's all middle but i guess that's when you focus on the one day that's when it starts bleeding out of the mental and just kind of affects everything around you like, sure yeah it's kind of like sludge you gotta like get off right seriously <laughs> yeah we can be uh you know our own minds can tear us apart sometimes so I wanted to ask you, I know we discussed the brief hiatuses from running. Do you think those hiatuses were caused? Like we, we've been talking about self-worth and how if you don't have the right view of yourself, like creeping around that corner could be burnout. Mm -hmm. So do you think those times that you took hiatuses, was that burnout ensued? Or do you think that was just kind of trying to find joy somewhere else? Like, Because I, I, it's kind of two sides of the same coin, I guess. But what, what do you think? What would your advice for somebody that might be in your shoes maybe thinking, Man, I don't know if I don't know if I've got this or I'm feeling burnt out on running. What would your word of advice be for them? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So much of it is personal too, you know, because someone could look at my scenario and be like, "Oh, he's you know unfocused." Uh, you know, you can push through that, and I think to a point, it, it's obviously like we need to push through things that are challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we should push through everything that's challenging just to say we did it though. Yeah. Right? Like what's the reasoning behind why we're pushing through a challenge? Not just white knuckling just to white knuckle, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, and for me it was in that time where I just wasn't finding the joy in it. Uh there were plenty of days in that cycle too where I mean, if it's, you know, raining and 30 degrees, you probably don't want to go out and run in it, but you do it anyway because you know it's for the overall greater goal. I think the reason why I lost it in the burnout was I put the achievements and that end moment as the pinnacle in front of the training. Okay. And I also put that ahead of the importance of the community with my friends. Okay. So I'm going to always point back to the community of people that you surround yourself with in running in particular. And I'm actually, I'm going to go back on that. Not even in particular, just, you know, in, in, athletics or anything in life like the community around you matters so much and so it's really finding that good group of people around you and for me it was something that i just i just lost sight of in the moment frankly i guess keep the relationships and then keep that that journey as the pinnacle not the destination absolutely there you go yeah, and do that and sure there will be moments burnout will pop up especially say if you do have a bad race or something it's natural you're going to not feel great about that you're going to want to either give up on it or you know, whatever is coming through your brain, that's natural to a point. It's just, I, I think if you keep the community at the forefront and you let the race be what it is and then just know there will be good and bad times, then that should help curb that feeling of burnout. That's good for me too, dude, to hear that. Because I think sometimes like you can get so bogged down on like, even even like maybe like a, you have this mileage goal or you have like, like for the year or like mm -hmm. you have some goal for a workout and then it just doesn't work out. I think it's, that's, that's good to remember kind of whether it's a long journey or whether it's the journey of the day, you know? Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, you're on the, uh, you know, eighth rep of, of 12 in the workout and it really hurts. Like there are some times where it's like, all right, let's, 
uh, let, let's, uh, you know, be flexible with this and not, you know, go into the well, we'll call it sometimes with workouts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's whether it's long-term or short-term, it's, it's good to keep in mind. For sure. Well, so I wanted to kind of ask you like a question, a question that I get asked frequently and I'm asking you, cause I know you're, you're a speedy guy, dude. So how do you determine, like when you first started running, how did you determine what was like a comfortable speed to start at? And then how did you like learn to maintain that before like hitting the gas even more? Cause I'll have some people that ask me like, Hey, like, I don't know how to get from like whatever square A is for them to whatever square B of where they want to be. Like, how sure. did you kind of figure that out? I, I will say I hit a cheat code button by starting when I was super young. That's fair. <laughs> so it was just very natural to just, you know, push it. I, I'm always going to venture on the side of run slower than you think you need to when you're building an aerobic base. For sure. Any kind of long distance running that you like. If people here are looking to run the half marathon, full marathon, uh, you know, run at a conversational tone with someone. Uh, focus on your surroundings helps with that too you know if you're listening if you're running by yourself and you're listening to the birds you're listening to you know in nature somewhere uh it's you know just be cognizant of your surroundings and not be so focused on oh i gotta run this exact pace because then it just feels like i'm you know you're kind of acting like a robot it's like i have to do this task or else i fail at it yeah yeah you know so I, i'm always going to suggest to run a little bit slower than you feel like you need to when you first get started it's, it's tough to tell someone that because in your head, they're like, oh, like I want to have such a hard workout or I want it to be like difficult and like keep like improving. But when you're setting an aerobic base, kind of to your point, you do have to start slow and you have to build from somewhere and it can't be just, okay, I'm building the entire house before I even laid the foundation. Like mm -hmm. you've got to lay that foundation at a certain point. Definitely. Any, any kind of runner you're doing, like when you first start, I mean, your legs aren't going to be with you. Like if you, if you just try to go. I'm going to go for like, I heard what y'all were saying. I want to eat a breakfast burrito. So I'm going to go run a 20 mile long run. I've never gone for a <laughs> run before. Like you might be going in a wheelchair to get that breakfast yeah. burrito. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of pain and lactic acid that's going to build up in the next week is unforgettable in that moment. <laughs> might not be worth that breakfast burrito at that point. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you got to start and build somewhere that's comfortable and somewhere that makes sense to you and somewhere that might be a little slower than you think. Is that, that's a fair a fair final word on on where to start definitely yeah and uh you know if you're looking to do maybe a little shorter distance then you know and maybe if you want to build up speed you can incorporate some kind of intervals you know you know, say you're you know run a few miles at a you know very easy pace or even just a few blocks and then you know go for a sprint or something if you want to change it up uh, if it's a shorter distance but ultimately yeah, to hone on the on the the side of trying to run slower. I think is is probably something that that people need to try more when they're first getting into it. There you go. Well, I want to ask you. I want to ask you one more thing. I know you've you've given us a lot of great advice and a lot of great kind of like personal experience in the way that people can approach their um, their journey in running or their journey in fitness as well. But give like one word of advice that maybe beginner less needed to hear or like just some other any beginner might need to hear kind of give give what that thought would be yeah i'll i'll echo what i said earlier with holes and that's uh journey is the goal there you go because so often it's you know our what's the reasoning behind why we're getting into it you know and i mean for some people it is you know that achieving uh you know go after it 
thing. But for me, it's something I found over time. It just it eventually just erodes and journey is the goal. There you go. Hey, you got to fall in love with the process, right? That's and that right. journey. There you go. Well, we're going to fall in love with the process and the journey today. And we're going to go run a 5K. So let's tell them where we're going to go run today. Yeah, well, I mean, being that we're in Waco, specifically Baylor, it would be uh, it'd be wrong, I think, not to run the Bear Trail. So we're going to run on the outskirts of the Baylor campus. At this point, the campus has changed in ways that I, I just haven't been back in a couple of years. So maybe yeah. the Bear Trail itself has changed a bit. Uh, if you're ever in Waco, you could probably look it up on either Strava or just go around the uh, the, the granite path here and, and you'll find it along the way. So that's what we're running. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Looking forward to go getting some miles with you. There you go. Well, thank you so much for bringing, bringing the joy and bringing, I mean, it's, it's holiday time. You got to bring the joy, right? Oh, and you got to right. bring the community, right? Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially Christmas. Here we go. That's, that's what it's all about, right? There you go. Of course. Well, uh, we hope y'all were able to get active as well. We are listening, whether that be running, whether it be walking, whether it be just spending time with your, your community and whatever type of fitness y'all do. Hope y'all were able to get to that while y'all were listening to this. If you have any questions for us, reach out to 5q5kpod at gmail.com and we'd be happy to help you out or reach out on Instagram at 5q5kpod. Hoping to help people out and get their journey started. I just wanted to thank you one more time, Les. Thanks for hopping on and thanks for bringing the joy and Merry Christmas to you, brother. Hey, thanks for having me on. Merry Christmas, you too, bro.